It's we got it. We got it. You know? <laughs> I don't know why my screen hand plays with that. All right. That was funny. Um, what's up, Kev? I think you need, you're going to put your hand that close to the camera. You need a little small Donald Trump hands. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Trump. Trump is never. Oh man, what's good with you? <laughs> how you been, man? How's your week been? How's uh, oh, how are things, Kev? Little oh, you know what? The Snoopy what? Hula Snoopy shirt made a uh, first day of school outfit. Ooh, we winning. That's right. We winning. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Yes. It's big. It's big. And that was originally yours, by the way. Just. To... <laughs> <laughs> Missed it by that much. <laughs> Man, happy to hear it. Very happy to hear it. I'm glad. I'm glad she liked it. Yes, indeed. Very much so. Yeah. Yes, indeed. That's awesome. First day, made first day of school. Perfect. Thank you. How was I'll all that, man? How's, how's everything? Oh, it was cool. Sure. It was cool. She was, you know, it's a trip because she's just started fifth grade today and she was hella nervous. You know, so she's a little bit shy, but she was like super nervous. And I'm like, yeah, you're, you're the big, big person on campus. Right, right. You know, she, yeah, you're the top. Home. Yeah. Yeah. She came home. She's fine. <laughs> that's, that's how it is. It was, yeah. there was tears and renting of clothes and gnashing of teeth on the first day. It was all <laughs> biblical. <laughs> And then everyone was fine. <laughs> it was like, oh, I had a great time. It was so fun. I'm like, oh, really? I didn't. Not in the morning. It was so quiet at but home. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I didn't have somebody asking me for snacks with. every five minutes. I didn't have my little office mate banging on the table when I'm trying to like. I literally. Did I tell you the other day? She's sitting there across from me. And I'm like doing something with the mouse. I was about to move some files. And she banged the table. I totally it moved my hand, and I deleted all. <laughs> I, I was like, "Oh my god, what? I mean, you are the worst office mate ever." That's like that's like people I actually was in the office with. Though. So now, if I make a mistake, I don't have anybody to blame but myself. There you go. See, yep. see, that's where it all goes wrong. Yep. Yeah. Now when I'm late to meetings, Zoom meetings, it's like, really, kids in school. Yep. It's on you, buddy. Yep. It's on me. Uh, how's uh, your week? All right. So there are two. It was. It was good. It was good. You know, we're we're back and getting back into the swing of things, man. Everything is, you know. Happy Hip Hop Day, student, LA. So there's that. All right. Yo, you went to that. I how, did. You went to the, the... How was it, man? It was cool? It was, it was good. It was cool. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got to... Um, I saw Mark Love for the first time since I've been back. So that was dope in itself. you know. But a lot of people yep. were there. Ice, C-minus, Click. Got to kick it with Click. The Super Latin. Who else? Synapse was there. Mona. Chopping it up with Mona for a long time. Bunch of other folks. And then some folks that I never like, I never met Battle Cat. Till the other night, okay. so, so that was dope. And sketch, of course. So. Okay, yeah, sketch and ice. So, yeah, but yeah, nice. it was dope. It was dope, man. 
Thanks for coming. That's cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I was driving there, and they said, hey, you know what, man? Maybe it's best that I just, you know, I'm gonna you be did, late. You, so I just went home. You, you no, you didn't. You didn't. Uh, not even close. Yeah, not even close. I was, I was on the couch, which is where I belong. <laughs> I belong on the couch after eight o'clock. This is it, man. Like, listen, doing Rapsix Radio is my late night. Like, all right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm doing it, man. I'm staying up late, man. You know? Yeah. That's it. That's it. Who want to hang out? Kev? All right. Let's go. Let's let's do it. Let's do a podcast. (laughs) Then we can hang out late. (laughs) Do you have, Kev, opening question, do you have a rule about eating in the bedroom? Food? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even. This is why I don't hang out late. <laughs> okay, eating food in the bedroom. Yes. I I uh, I don't. I just don't. You just don't do it. There's no hard I, and fast I, rule. You just don't do it. Not really, because wife, you'll take a bag of like popcorn in there, and you know she's a she's a big fan of popcorn, so. She'll get a magazine okay. and curl up in bed and have a little, you know, bowl or bag of popcorn or whatever. And then I wake up and there's just popcorn okay. all in the creases <laughs> of the, it's fun. All right. All right. I'm good. I'm glad I'm not the only sufferer. Here's the thing. Yeah. Talk to me. I grew up to where you could not eat in the bedroom. Yeah. Right. Bugs. It was a hard and fast rule. Yeah. Because you would get ants. Right. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So today, you know the but the. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, it's all good. Oh, that's all. That's it's just so today. Dot 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 dot. There's a thing about me that that you, the listeners should know, right? And, and this is something. If you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, or maybe you, you know you've gotten close enough to know me personally, which yeah. is rare. Big fan of Nelly. You may think that I. <laughs> You may think that I enjoy being right, but very often when I'm right, it's about something that I didn't really want to be right about. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah. I was right and knew that was going to happen. Yep. And it happens. So talk, talk just know that when, when I'm right Tell about it. something concerning not eating food in the room, oh no, what happens is this sounds, this sounds right? bad. We have ants, right? So now I'm, I'm okay. But you know what I did when I when I found out that there were ants in the bedroom? I walked out. Yeah. But then you had to walk right back in. No, I didn't. Wow. Oh, see. I didn't do it. Is it your room? Yeah. Of course it's well, who else's room is it gonna be? Of course it's mine. Of course. Well, that's the cold thing, is that I end up having to be the one that that has to kill all that the bugs. That cleans it up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. cool. No, not this time. I took a stand for all mankind. Yeah. What people have to understand is that it. it's not, at least from speaking for myself, it's not that I just enjoy being right. It's like I'm being right. I'm I'm not being right for me. I'm being right for you. For, for as a whole. Yeah. My I I I I, I live in my own truth. I'm trying to share the truth with you to better your life. 
I, I have I can put it perfectly. My rightness <laughs> is grace. <laughs> <laughs> me being right is grace. It's me sharing my the, the grace and goodness of being right with the rest of the world. And it's it's not a burden that I want. I don't want this burden. Like I, I'm not a right. Like hey, let, let's go back an episode or two. It's a dead horse subject. I was I, I told y'all from the very beginning. Right, that the black and yellow dude was not the bad guy, and I was right. And I didn't want to be right. Like I didn't want to know that, that they messed his show up five different times before he finally went off. Like that's a horrible thing to know. But I was right from the very beginning. Right. So it, it's a long term right. It's a short term right. But my rightness is grace. Yeah. Quotable. Yeah. There are many different. There are many different strains of of right. <laughs> And yes, and I'm the most potent strain. So, yo, they all get you high. Uh, they all get you higher. <laughs> get you to a better place if you uh, listen. If well, there's the problem, yo, <laughs> let's go ahead and jump to the other side, man. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think I'm ready. All right, let's. Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You alive on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy track life and your fam, Kev Sakota. The truth. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you would like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And if you would like to catch us on your television, go to BTSN, that's Behind the Scenes Network. Download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on that app or channel and we are there with plenty of dope content. BTSN, Behind the Scenes Network, we want in. And... Man, follow us on Instagram, man. Rap Six Radio on Instagram, BTSN Pass dot pass, BTSN dot pass on Instagram as well. Word up. Um, Kev, you know my response to things now. What's that? By the way, I just, I literally, I've, I, this is the only thing I say sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. This. Mm-hmm. 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 How you spell that? It ain't meant to be spelled. See how black that was? It ain't meant to be spelled. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the game is meant mm-hmm. to be felt, not spelled. <laughs> not spelled. <laughs> Yo, that should have been a topic title for the day. <laughs> the game was meant to be spelled, not felt. We got it. One day when someone wins a spelling bee in a hilarious fashion, that'll be a topic title. Oh, by um, the way, real quick, before we jump any further in... Um, Am I wrong at having shed a grown man tear at hearing Doom on a track with Black Thought? Because that was unreal. And I, I mean, it's crazy when yeah. Where did that verse come yeah. from? I have no idea. Okay, so there's no backstory. Maybe it was an old. Maybe it was from the Danger Doom. You so know, that's, that's kind of what Doom. I assume. But I mean, it's like that just was so dope. I was like, oh my god. There's something about and and uh p- I, people I I have a theory that people really hate dope rappers more than they love them. I just it's a, a theory that I think is true, right? Because you guys let you guys let Nelly walk around, so I'm just assuming that. But 
Um, <laughs> but there's something, <laughs> there's some, there's something really special about like a, a, a dope, a, like a great MC. I mean, I'm I'm not even being fun. Like there's no, no all jokes. It's like and to have the best of the best together, right? It's just it's it's something else. Like it's it's something else. I I I don't know if I have genuinely had the words to describe it, but when you hear it, you're like, yo, that right there is some, is some special shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So I was, I was bugging yeah. out. Like I'm like, you know, like cer- there are certain things where you read them. Like books that you're like, okay, I need to make a note of that or or whatever. And then there's some books that you just read for pleasure. You just power through it and mm-hmm. leave it. No, mm-hmm. That's that. It's just like watching a movie or whatever, right? Like an experience and then maybe you go back to it later. This is one of those albums that I was just like, oh, I'm going to have to go back in. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that yeah. a couple more times. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it was, it was Every not as though it was Doom's do. best verse ever, also in that particular song. But it... It reminded me of all he did all the things in that verse with his with the cadence and the, you know what I mean the, the odd stuff that he does with his his rhythm and stuff that remind you of why you loved everything from KMD on you know the little offbeat stuff and then just that wordplay and the double double rhymes and all that I was like man it's... and thoughts killing it throughout. I thought it's just hey, these are just ma- you know rest in peace to them master rhymers man just masters at the craft you just you don't you you can't rap like that you know what I'm saying like you're listening to this show and you consider yourself an MC and I think that that's a great thing for you but you can't you'll never rap like that it's just not gonna happen I'm just telling you now you know what I mean you're most of you are the equivalent of like if I made a basketball comparison. Most rappers are twenty four hour fitness rappers, right? Like they're not <laughs> NBA pro rap. You know what I'm saying? You're twenty four hour fitness rapper. You're not gonna be like what these two dudes are. <laughs> like it's it's insane. I sh- I shouldn't be mean, but a lot of y'all is whack. So, um. Anyway, uh, d- this is not connected. By the way, the next <laughs> the next first we're gonna talk about because I actually think he's pretty dope. On occasion. Um, all right. So episode title is we we pulled right from Whitney Houston on this one. Good good call, man. Uh I'm not gonna sing it, but the t- episode title is I Get So Emotional, Baby. <laughs> all right, man. Topic number one. And I sent this topic to Kev via text, right? And we deliberated over whether we were gonna talk about this. No, wait, did not, you right? you know what I didn't I didn't ask you? Did you and Shug talk about this? Not at all. No. Oh, okay. We probably won't either. It's not. It's not likely. But um, yeah, the Mr. Sugar Track Life Show doesn't go into. This We're going to talk about that though, later on. I don't. I know okay. we talked about it a little last week, but I had, I had some clarifications I wanted to ask because I'm I'm putting my slow jam mix together. <laughs> okay, cool. I I got you. Um, <laughs> Alright, so let, let's talk about let's talk about your man Talib Kweli, man. So the topic title, topic number one is just <laughs> just trying to get by, just trying to get by. I know that's not the song, but alright. So Talib Kweli is suing uh, the news outlet Jezebel uh, for emotional distress. Um, we source Jezebel.com, which I'm gonna be honest with you. When I sent this over, I felt like this is kind of an unfair source, but that's what. 
<laughs> right? Like you never called nobody who talked to nobody who's being sued by someone and got like the best story about it from them, but whatever. Um, Is anyone else even talking so, about this though? Yeah, there were a couple oh, okay. more when I searched for it, but I, oh. I went ahead and went for this one because this was the one that popped up first uh, on my feed or whatever. But so players of all the Talib Kweli, Jezebel, and Law and Order. I wish I had that sound. Don't do. <laughs> all right. So check it out from Jezebel themselves. Rapper Talib Kweli is suing Jezebel for emotional distress that he claims we caused him in our 2020 story. Talib Kweli's harassment campaign shows how unprotected Black women are online and off. The piece detailed the then 44-year-old rapper's social media interactions with and about a then 24-year-old student and activist named Maya Moody. Interactions that Twitter found warranted to his permanent suspension from the platform. He filed his at times bizarre and indecipherable suit on Thursday. This is why I'm saying it's an unfair source. Okay. All right. <laughs> On Thursday uh, in New York Supreme Court against our parent company, company G slash O Media, and the piece's author, Ashley Reese. Okay. So interestingly, Quelly filed the suit pro se, meaning on his own behalf, uh, which they said, Kev, again, unfair source, that explains some of the odd wording in which he alleges that we used him as a guinea pig to clarify how black men treat black women all right so quelly claims jezebel piece painted him as some quote some monster that didn't like black women when five hundred thousand plus of his fans are black women his ex-wife and his child's mother are black women and his employees are black women he cited brown skin lady something that i thought was not the best thing to cite uh, from his 1998 album, Most Def and Talib Kweli, our black star, and uh, as counter evidence, his reasoning, quote, <laughs> the fact that plaintiff Talib Kweli wrote the song Brown Skin Lady in an album that charted number 53 on the U.S. Uh, Billboard 200 and 13 on the U.S. Top R&B Hip Hop Albums Billboard in 1998. This song was famous worldwide, quote, end quote. He bolsters the point by citing his own lyrics in the suit. So, What's Quelly asking for, Kev? $300,000 in damages or half of his salary. All right. I got, I got, I'm going to let you take this one first. I, I don't even. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. I, I, I right, don't know, man. I it. didn't even want to talk about this. Right? Did, did you? <laughs> you guys just see the face he's making right now. Like, this is the most I'm out of this. Because, look, man, I'm just here. What, what do you want me to do, Track? That's the face he was making. I don't, I don't, I, like you, have enjoyed several of Quali's records, certainly quite a few Black Star records. Don't particularly know the dude. From a distance, he seems like a guy will, that will go very hard in the paint for very little upside. <laughs> As evidenced by this, uh, the, the the seeming circumstances around this lawsuit, but I don't know. I was co- kind of hoping I could sit back and get your take on it, there, buddy. All right, so I'm going to use this opportunity because I don't really know the Jezebel uh, the situation. Like I don't, I don't follow Talib. Mm. Um, I I don't really go on Twitter, right? Um, 
the comment section on Facebook is already a cesspool. Twitter is like worse. Um, and people are stupid. So with that being said, I'm going to say this. And this is like the worst thing people say when <laughs> I'm going to say one of the worst things people say <laughs> when a person's kind of a jerk. Right. Look. All my interactions with Talib Kweli have been A+. Dude has been mad cool every time I've met him. He's like the coolest person to me and everyone around. I've never seen dude trip on anybody. Uh, I've, In my understanding of people I know personally that have dealt with him business-wise, like I've never heard of him undercutting anybody or, or disrespecting anybody. I've bumped into him in passing coming out of out of one studio as i was going in dude was wild man cool we chilled out for a little minute like minute like you know what i'm saying like never had no issue with dude I, I, you know you hear a lot about a person but i will go back to when i was in high school and i heard all of this i know it's not the same kev but i heard all of this madness about red matic like people used to say red matic's a jerk he's standoffish he's da 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 and man you you meet Rhett and be like, see, this is why I don't trust people. <laughs> because Rhett is like the coolest person pretty much on the planet. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to start off with that, right? Now, the second thing about Talib Kweli, outside of maybe one other person, right? Shout out to, to, to a very close friend of the show. His accounts, I'll believe, because I have chilled with him. I know, I kind of, I don't want to say I know him, but, you know, but I don't want to throw him under the bus, like, as a person who said anything to me. Mm-hmm. The only people I know that have had crazy interactions, I'm talking no personally, or have been around personally, that have had ill reactions with Talib, are equally volatile people. <laughs> if I'm being fair. If I'm being 100% fair. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm just saying. When you start looking at the list of names in the most recent Los Angeles situation, you go, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. probably could have happened. Maybe a bit of dual fault there. Possible. I'm just saying possibly. I've been around you. I'm just saying. I don't know. But now I can no longer go back to Project Blow. With all that being said, <laughs> the more serious part of this, though, is the... To be a celebrity, which by all accounts, Talib is a celebrity. Like, in, in maybe not in... Marvel Comics world, but in some in in some capacity, he's a celebrity. And to have these debates with people online, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. I get it, but in my opinion, you shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? The position that you're coming from and overall the type of people or people that will back you will ultimately bully, no matter how you cut or slice it, will ultimately bully the other person. It doesn't matter. If they're right or wrong, right? You have volume behind you. You know what I'm saying? And in in one way or another, even without his harsh words and interactions, unfair as it may seem, I don't believe that you know celebrities should interact in such a way online. You know what I'm saying? I just think you basically are putting another person in a bad position one way or the other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, with all that being said, I don't know the depth of anything. I I I know that. You know, um, the way that Jezebel wrote the article gives me an indication that, you know, maybe being impartial is not in this situation is not possible for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, they're also kind of victimized in this, right? So, um, 
Yeah, there, it's a slippery slope for me. But I'm I'm just gonna say right out out and out, man. I don't I don't know enough about the direct situation. What I do know is, if you're in his position, you're probably in the wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, it, you know what I'm saying. What I recall is that, and I don't know who the the woman was that kind of kicked this off. I don't believe that she was directly speaking. I don't think she named him. But I think he took offense by what she she made sort of a general statement, um, you know, which is if you're going to make a general statement that's kind of like negative about a general group of people, somebody might take it specifically. But I don't. So. I also don't think she was at. You know, she's not like a. She's not a, a famous celebrity or whatever. I, I'm sure she's famous on Twitter. Maybe I don't know. But it certainly seemed like he took it and, like I said, he kind of like yeah. just kept on going with it, right? Yeah, he, he, yeah. You know, so then it gets into a little bit of, of gender kind of stuff, right? Sexism or whatnot mm-hmm. or, or you know, whatever you want, toxic masculinity or whatever the hell you want to call it. Because he was going hard at a woman, right? At a woman. But he's gone just as hard at, at dudes who I'm like, dude. That dude will take you off the board. Like, why? Yeah, I'm what like, are you doing? yes, it, right. Sometimes I'm like, yo, like you, you can't come, come back out you, here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like you're <laughs> yeah. not. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> I've seen you out here in the streets. Like, it's like, yeah. but I don't think we're gonna be seeing you out here any, <laughs> anytime soon. I mean. <laughs> You know, and, yeah. and but it's one thing to you know, like I, definitely with him going against other other MCs, it's like that's while it can certainly get out of hand easily. To me, that's a different thing than, than sort of like going going hard and just going in on like a civilian, so to speak, especially mm-hmm. you know of the opposite sex who. Was probably you know it just seemed like she was saying so, she was getting something off her chest. Did I don't think it was said in a way that she was like super angry. She was kind of being a smartass. I feel like, sure. And and he took it and and then kind of took it. Uh, yeah, perhaps off the deep end. You know, it's like there's a point at which you got to stop, right? You got you kind of have to stop. And he doesn't have that gear. It seems. <laughs> No, I, I it's it's bash you into the ground. I, I know another person like that um, from the LA hip hop scene, a DJ, and he. Uh, I this is no way comparing him to Talib, but he fashions himself as like a martyr in many ways, and I'm like, but dude, you do not take your foot off the gas, and it'd be something real stupid like whether somebody likes cheeseburgers or not. It's like, dude, let you know, leave people alone. <laughs> but, but, but also. We're talking very specifically about black men and black women. And and what we're really talking about more specifically is rappers and black women, right? And as a rapper myself, um, who cannot say by any stretch of the imagination that I have had the most entirely positive <laughs> records towards women. They were definitely not specified only about black women when I was, you know, making my, which is one thing that it doesn't make it any better. But I, I also kind of like caution people with like that these records are are very specifically directed at 
one group of women where, you know what I'm saying? Where for better or for worse, the songs are negative as they are, but they're not, they're, they're very broad. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think that this dude thinks that black women are whatever, but doesn't think that any other woman that's in the VIP lounge drinking with him is is not the same kind of, you see what I'm saying? That's just the way I see it, right? Um, not putting my foot in my mouth on that one, but. But again, it's it's very, very specific to a rapper also being the person to go this hard. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And it's almost like you want to be like, as if we haven't done enough. Like, we can probably chill here. You know what I'm saying? Like, this platform might be one where somebody can vent or whatever. Now, I'm going to go a little bit. Facebook, Facebook or social media, Facebook particularly because I'm – I guess we're old. I think my daughter said only old people use Facebook. So, uh, yeah, right. She's right. But that's fine. <laughs> What's that? She's, she's, that's, that's accurate. There's a fair <laughs> amount of accuracy in the young lady's comment. <laughs> but, but what I find interesting about my peers is they'll make a statement, right? Public. Or as public as you can make it, right? Someone will disagree with them. And right. they're like, didn't nobody ask you to? Okay, wait, 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 wait. There's a comment section. If you make that statement, someone can reply. If you don't want to be replied to, then don't make that statement on social media. Period. I'm sorry. That's just how it works. I've never said anything online that I wasn't okay with discussing. There have been things and there are things that I will not discuss online. So I do not say them online. Period. You know what I'm saying? So to the young lady that was, you know, that that is implicated in all of this, um, that's the other part of it. Whether you were saying it casually or whether you were saying it angrily or whether you were having a bad day or a good day or it was the right thing or the wrong thing. The reality is if you make a public statement, you're expect, you, you should expect a public response. And you can't filter as much as you like who will respond to it nor how they will respond to it. You, you understand what I'm saying? Right. So there's that part of it too. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm the, I've said it so many times just on this show and my general, and, and this is nothing really to do with violence. It's the metaphorical, if you say something that's going to get you punched in the mouth, then you might get punched in the mouth. And right. I don't know exactly what ended up happening after she initially posted what she posted. All I know is that it seemed like he said a lot more than she ended up saying. Did, and that probably is largely a function of his, you know, his audience and his status. But when you are dealing with, I mean, this is the thing. That's that kind of the point is, and you know, the, the defense, people rushing to her defense naturally, I think, because... At some point, it became clear that it was it, there was a certain level of bullying in it. It's like if you have that sure. much of a problem with what one person is saying, don't say it to three hundred and one, three hundred thousand and one people, or three million and one people. Get in contact with her directly. At some, you know, like you can fire back At some point. one. You know, you know, you got one. You want to come back one, make yeah. it sharp, and and then step away. Or whatever, right? Yeah. If she comes yeah. back with something, yeah. if she comes back with a dart, then well, maybe you're gonna, you're, oh, it's only gonna get worse for you if you keep it going. Cause either Correct. you're gonna get played out 
and you're going to make her voice louder if you really think she didn't deserve to say anything, then you're going to end up losing. Or you're just going to sure. make yourself look, look like a, you know, a bigger and bigger jerk with every word that you continue to say. It's like, and if you really do, if she really hurts your feelings and struck mm-hmm. a nerve and it's that important to you, there are ways to get in contact with somebody directly and voice your opinion one-on-one and not make it a performance, right? And that's the thing. And that's the same thing I think that he ran into in the other situation we we're talking about. Is that it could have been a one-on-one thing. And, there, and yeah. that's the same situation that I see a lot of people. I don't, know, I don't even know who you were talking about, the DJ or whatever. But, you know, there's plenty of times when I've, you know, I've hit somebody up straight up one-on-one. is like, you know, what's happening there? is going to be different on that comment section is different from what is about to happen mm. here. Sure. And this is still just online. And this is, I'm not, this is not tough guy stuff. It's just like, let's just figure this out because, well, cause that's yeah. a show. If you want a show, you could do that on your own page. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Know? you. Yes. Don't come, don't well, yeah, come to, don't come yeah. to my show and not play. This is my show. If you're not going to play my new record and you just want to scratch black and yellow, I might have to knock your <laughs> knock your hat off, <laughs> knock your kufi off. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, I've said this before. You know, there are three things you can't have. There are three things that don't go together. You can't have beef with me, my phone number, and my respect. Right. Right. If you got beef and you got my phone number, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't no beef if you got my number. You can hit me up. Nice. So whatever happens publicly, if you have my phone number, then of course you don't have my respect. Right? So it, with 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 status is this ability to have a content. Hey, you know what? Because if it's me and I'm sitting in Talib's position or anybody else's position and and this is a person of, you know, whatever status, right? I'm going to, and, and you know, status is status. I'm only discussing this as a, a person with a broad uh, fan base or following online versus a person with a smaller fan base. I'm not saying better or worse king or queen or whatever. I'm just saying Talib Kweli at the time obviously had a larger voice platform. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't want to perform for my platform in that manner. So I would likely try at least to be like, yo, actually, I kind of disagree with, with your statements, but... If we had this discussion online, it likely would turn into something ridiculous. I'd like to, you know, meet up you and your your people if you like to. Let's talk. Let's see if we can have a forum about it. You see what I'm saying? If you're going to go as far as he went, you might as well offer the sister a platform, right? Because you're doing it anyway. So you may as well be like, yo, I got a show. Come on the show or whatever. Or, yo, I I firmly disagree with this. Would you like to have a pre-conversation before I bring you on my show? We got to talk first because you might be a fool. Well, that's but, and that's the you know other thing is that is that well, I'm kind of dancing around it a little bit because, to the best of my recollection, the conversation that he she had sparked off was not a conversation that I, me personally, Capsicota would be particularly uh, that I would particularly want to engage in. <laughs> we'll just Fair leave enough. it at that. Um, but it also it was like two sentences. It was a tweet. It wasn't as though yeah. she went on some sort of long multi-tweet diatribe about the topic in depth and 
in, in painting some sort of larger discourse about the relationship between certain men and certain women. And again, yeah, I don't she think do she did anybody in particular. So if she had done all that and then, you know, it was like, okay, well, maybe this, this, maybe this merits a, a longer dialogue. It's like, but she also wasn't saying anything that other well, people but, haven't but said again, in many different ways, more articulately, less ways, articulately, or, right. you know, it's like, so it's not an, it's not an yeah. original, uh, angry thought. It's just, a somebody getting something off their chest. Right. In, yeah. In what uh, probably right. was at the time, 140 characters. So yeah, right. if you want to get mad, then, you know, it's like, you, you have a million well, yeah, other people I, you need to get mad at too. And now you and have them all mad at reasons. you. Sure. Well, and then you lost your platform because of it, right? Or at least oh, yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, so, yeah. what is was it worth it? Uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a uh, to me it's an interesting the interesting part of the discussion is how a person of that stature or status would proceed. You know what I'm saying? Do you you know because it you know you take the the outlet that that. I don't want to diss Jezebel like that. I don't know. I don't read Jezebel like that. But you know, there are also these other things where you where that that shimmy on the line of taking advantage, right? And and speaking a truth or an opinion that you live, which is which is in fact the truth. It's it may be anecdotal, but it is your truth, right? So yeah, I I think that um, in the end. Celebrity has to be careful and uh, not careful, mindful of who they're talking to and what they're bringing on the person that they're talking to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and if you're, I mean, if you're in his position, a person who's had these, he hasn't just had debates with black women, as you stated earlier. Like, Talib has debated yeah, everyone. That's the thing. Is it's not like he's a, you know, he'll take all comers. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. He he don't have for no better or for worse. Yeah, but it, you gotta be mindful. You know what I'm saying? You just got you gotta be mindful. Like you said, it was two sentences. This is kind of different than the the person that wants to antagonize Talib, so they get online talking about hip hop and say that you know hip hop yeah. was made by. By you know, by you know, country singers in the nineteen sixty, and it's like you know, and Talib will go at him, and it'll be a little bit more than necessary. But, but yeah, like I said, it was it was her opinion. It was two two sentences. It didn't seem to be too deep. I don't know. I also let me kind of move ahead here, though. I'm gonna kind of move off of Talib and onto just personal experience with rappers, right? I'm an MC, a personal experience, right? So. Like, we have a belief because of this uh, conscious era, right? Or a rapper is conscious or, or, or wise in their words on the mic. That these people are respectful. <laughs> and and I'm, I can tell you as honest as anything I know. Like, dude, I'd have been around both of them. I'd have been in the studio with Death Row dudes. And I'd have been in the studio with the righteous dude, and it ain't it ain't that much different, if if different at all. A lot of times, the the death row studio was actually a lot more respectful, <laughs> like the, mm. the way that 
<laughs> the way that they treated other people in 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 some instances was a lot more respectful than I've I've seen in in these kind of conscious hip hop forums, right? So, you know, and that's not to shade anybody or any type of movement. It's just that, you know, to have this belief that people are who their rhymes are, mm, nah, that that's just not true. And that's that's the other thing. And I don't know that I've I, I've like I said I don't know him in particular, um, and and never heard anyone say this. So I'm not really talking about Quali when I say when I say what I'm about to say. But I feel like there is a community of of MCs um, who are well read and educated and and mm-hmm. you know. Uh, rhyme in an intellectual manner you know what i mean can string together words that are not like mumble rap right mm-hmm. um who are thought of as whatever you want to call them you know disrespectfully you call them uh hippity hop backpack rap or whatever con- you know conscious mcs conscious rappers and stuff and i def- there's a definitely a significant percentage of them who have sort of a i think um they develop a little bit of a complex about it to where I know you're not well, soft yeah, because comp- you rhyme with big yeah, words. So I'm, you yeah. know, it's, it, I'm treat you with respect because you're a, a person, you know, yeah. man, woman, child, whatever. Right. Like I also happen to like your music because I like the kind of music that you make. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but I think there's some, some people, you know, and I think some, a lot of artists create art because there's some sort of other insecurity that they have doing other things. Sometimes, Sometimes, not always, yeah, most right? Times. Um, and that can creep its way into the way they interact with um, the people around them, whether it's their audience, their, you know, what I mean, their fans, their team, or whatever. And it's like, it's like, you know, at some point, you got to grow up and get over some of that. I mean, I, you don't yeah, have to prove yeah. to me that you're, you know, Phi Beta Kappa Mensa member and all that stuff by using big <laughs> words all the time. I don't care. Um, and also, by the way, I know people who. Uh, barely know how to read a written word and are smarter than you, objectively smarter right. and more intelligent than you. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that plays any role in the way people deal with each other, especially now that we are in our forties and fifties, it's like, y'all got to calm down. I, mean, I, I say that. I think that's a fair yeah. statement. You have to calm down. We have to calm Chill down. Out. Yeah. Chill out. I agree with you. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, absolutely. You got to calm down because you you're not going to convince anybody of anything at this point, um, especially the trivial things that they be arguing over, right? So, right. Um, but you know, the overcompensation. I I did not. Daylight didn't discuss overcompensation, but the idea uh, with the touch finger serenade joint on on Daylight Soul is dead. Like. Um, I don't know if that was the name. I think it was Peace Porridge or whatever. Whatever. But it was like how people thought because of the Daisy Age thing that these dudes couldn't fight and went blah, blah, blah. So they we were, were, they were tripping off a house. Yeah, right? <laughs> and, and one of the stories that, that kind of got around, I was young. I wasn't in any scene. I just was, this is just off of, you know, MTV raps or whatever. It was it was like, yo, y'all be fighting at all the shows. And it was like, well, no, nah, people be straight acting like they could just beat us up because we you know what I'm saying don't don't rap like gangsters or whatever and and this is the daylight days the 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 early daylight days are days when tours were like a hodgepodge 
like we mm. got the tours where where all the artists seemed to mesh together well, but back in the day it would be like De La and Easy E come into town. Like you'd be like, whoa, like, that was, that was, okay, I guess, right? So, um, so yeah, the 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 with that in mind, the the overcompensation or the the like need to prove, hey man, I ain't no punk. It gets stronger and stronger with every interaction of somebody that, that thinks you a punk. Hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying? And you also have to recognize, like, you can't fight the world. You know what I'm saying? There's somebody that, that you know, you might be tough, but in the end, somebody can knock you out. You know what I mean? So you could you could do this all day. <laughs> Remember being a sweet and <laughs> he was cool. This was a this is a story, not a story about being, you know wild and beefy whatever and somebody run up this dude liked our performance and came up to give prop and this was a i don't even know if this was a human being this was a giant like monster of a person and he's drunk and he's happy and he's excited and he's you know yo man you guys oh man that was so fun oh, he's going crazy and he's like shaking my hand and like basically ragdolling me around what do you want to drink man let's drink and i'm like okay we're gonna drink because I, there's nothing I can do right. I'm basically like, okay, <laughs> I don't want to upset this human being if he is that at all, right? I've only, I've only since seen that person in Game of Thrones. Like I've never seen <laughs> this individual type of person like this ever in my life. So imagine being that was a, a happy interaction. He bought drinks, da da da, and then his his homeboys, you know, were like, "Yo, man, come on, let him relax." And he was like, "Oh man, these guys are great," and they're uh, hugs and raw headlocks and shit. It's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but my point here is, imagine if I was like a standoffish person. Hmm. Like, what am I? What do I do in that situation? I'm 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 not being funny. Like, this is not a person that. Anybody, at least in my, my stature, is going to have any easy time dealing with. You know what I'm saying? So what – it's one of the reasons I don't walk around like that because I've seen it, man. I've seen people run their mouth and then next thing yep. you know, they're getting drugged from one end of the club <laughs> to the other and they swirling them around on the floor, like mopping the floor with them literally. And then one dude is like, oh, this looks fun. And they run in and elbow and kick the dude and it's – then a fan kicks him. Like, it's like, damn, yo. All that because the mic wasn't on loud enough? Like, <laughs> like you know, whatever. Or somebody didn't like track one. Was it worth it? I don't know. It didn't seem worth it. I don't know. I'm off on a tangent here. But my whole point is, um, my overall point, which I live, just to kind of dial in what I'm saying, is my interactions with him have been fine. I don't know anything about this dude in a negative sense. His interaction with fans have been as is, is documented as heavy-handed to say mm. the least oh okay you know what i'm saying and i don't think if if i was talib's homeboy i would be like yo not because you're right or wrong or don't have the right to defend yourself or defend your beliefs or thoughts but largely because your platform is so serious that you don't come out looking well in any of these conversations your platform is so large, your voice is so large, your celebrity in comparison to the people you're arguing with is so large that you never come out looking good in this. 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you got to find a different way to fight this. You know? Right. And 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 he didn't have he didn't have the friends around, or it doesn't seem to have the people around him, like that giant dude had around him to say, "Yo, chill, <laughs> chill out a little bit." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, what? You're too you're too powerful. You're too powerful. Like what? Like is this Shrek? What kind yeah, of ogre you, is standing you just, here? You just you just bent. You just bent <laughs> Trek life in four pieces. What are you doing? Happily. Like, oh man, that was show was so fun. It's like, oh my god. It's, it's like Lenny. Can you stop? Like, like yo. Oh. Oh. The literate MC. <laughs> all right man hopefully we didn't dead horse that um we did but we on we did it's, it's okay to dead horse things on occasion yeah uh all right so <laughs> topic number two is titled ted three looks crappy <laughs> so this is about the reason about this is a car thief who hid from police inside a giant teddy bear learns his fate <laughs> so Reported by HuffPost.com, HuffPost.com, Joshua Dobson, Manchester, England, police and the players involved. And listen, a suspect, a suspected car thief in Manchester, England, apparently found the idea of being arrested unbearable. Good job. Uh, Good job, Huff. They always, they always do it. Good, wait, how's, give me that laugh again. With it. Yeah. They're like the, they're like the, the black thought of left-leaning <laughs> publications. Hey, but do do the laugh you just did again. Do you remember what you just did? No. <laughs> he said, ha, that was perfect. That was <laughs> the perfect response to that. <laughs> All right. He said, so I uh, found it unbearable. So he reportedly attempted to hide inside a five-foot teddy bear. The 18-year-old has been wanted by Greater Manchester Police since May when he allegedly stole a car and didn't pay to – didn't pay to – Stole a car and didn't pay to fuel it up. Wait, what? I, don't know, I guess things are different in England. Jack I, in I England. Guess, Jack, I mean, Jack, Jack is a polite. If you England. if you steal this car, you need to put gas. In. Okay, yeah, it's like Dobson zip car. managed to. <laughs> maybe that was okay. Anyway, uh, Dobson managed to elude capture until July, when police were searching a house in Rockdale and noticed <laughs> what a force spokesman described as. A large bear breathing. Dobson was taken into custody and charged with the alleged crimes. He was sentenced to nine months in a young offender's institution last week. Uh, the Greater Manchester Police announced Dobson's sentence on Facebook with some pretty, all right, we're going to do it twice, unbearable puns. All right, all right, okay. The first time it was good. The second time, okay, whatever. Even better. Here we go. This, this is from the Manchester Police, the Greater Manchester Police Department. In quotes, he's now stuffed behind bars after being sentenced last week for theft of a motor vehicle, driving while disqualified, and making off from a patrol station without payment. Hopefully, he has a bearable time inside. Oh, you guys with this bearable thing, we've done it. We've overdone it. It jumped the shark. <laughs> Kev brings it back. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Oh man! Perfect. What do you think he was doing? Do you think he was actually hiding in there, or was he doing some weird furry stuff? <laughs> I was gonna say, wouldn't he get away with? Is is that what furries are doing? Are they hiding inside of? 
teddy well, bear? They sh- th- this article has a picture of the bear, and what part of the bear's body do you think he crawled into? <laughs> okay, so we're going to post this on picture. Is this a picture that's going up on the on the I think, Instagram? I think so. Yep. Yep. Let's just say he got up in the bear's guts. <laughs> I hate this. This show, man, sometimes we don't, sometimes we don't need to, you know what I mean? What? Was the, <laughs> Did you the bear going to, what is the bear going to tweet at me? Maybe. Did you just say he got up in the bear's guts though? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm looking at the picture, man. Keep going. I'm looking for the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh boy! Wow! Yep. Yeah. Yep. He definitely did. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a backside entrance for sure. <laughs> you want to hear something super he went, funny? He, he went, yo he went, he went in through the outdoor. Do you want to hear some? Damn, it's five foot. How big? Oh my god! Do you want to hear something super hilarious? We have this bear in the house. <laughs> I'll tell you the story. It's, it's a boring story for this show, but I will tell you why we have it after the show. But we have that exact bear in the house. Wow. <laughs> no one has tried to enter the bear. Okay. Okay. Not the same rip in that area either. <laughs> Sew it up. <laughs> it's not yet. It's, Mend that no, bear. It's... Mend that bear. <laughs> All right. So the next topic title, which is – Makes this whole show even worse is the topic title is you're in too deep. Okay, fine. We did not mean to connect the two, but it, it just happened to connect. Man who drinks urine each morning has bust up with housemate over smell invading kitchen. All right, so ladbible.com, who also does it right. Like, they, you, you guys get it right. Uh, players involved are Brother Sage and Eurotherapy. You you are a ridiculous human being. Yeah. All right. A man whose morning routine includes drinking his own urine has revealed that his unusual habit has led to a bust up with his housemate over the smell. Uh, Brother Sage has been drinking his pee for almost 20 years, claiming it is a cure-all despite a lack of any scientific evidence to, to support the practice. The 68-year-old is so convinced by Eurotherapy He's now selling a course for 280 euros uh, in which he helps people to unlock the secrets of their we, believing it can be used to treat everything from cancer to sunburn. Okay. Sage from Colorado. Makes sense. From Colorado, from Colorado, U.S. Says, I wake up in the morning and I'll drink what I saved in the night. Most people will drink it first thing in the morning and people who are fasting or on detox will do. It's called looping, which means everything they collect will be drank throughout the day. The cleanser you can get You're gross. Uh, your diet, the cleaner, the cleaner you can get your diet, the better it'll look, taste, and smell. I'm not reading anymore. Good. I don't want to read anymore. But you see what you did to R. Kelly? Racist. Right. He's a racist. Well, he peed on himself in this case, though. That's true. Brother Sage. Brother Sage sounds like a 90s rapper who was signed to Def Jux. <laughs> Doesn't it, though? 
It really does. It really does. I I don't. I mean, I don't have any words for this, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is a good. I don't think this is a good idea. This dude does not look healthy, by the way. <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense. He looks like I he looks like he, a guy who drinks yeah. his own urine. Yeah, I would say that mentally unhealthy would also be part of it too. Yeah, if I'm being fair. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm you know not, what I have I'm, to I say about that? Stuff. What's that? Yuck. <laughs> brother, brother Sage, brother, brother Jay says, yuck. <laughs> Listen, Kev. Yo. You know what time it is, man? How's it been? We haven't done this in a minute. You know what time it is. Yo. What time is it? Time for Sakota One. All right. All right. All right. All right. This is the part Let's of the show it. where we rename basically what we do the whole show to Sakota one. So I'm just going to give him an article, <laughs> but in this case, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to give Kev a title of an article and I say the first thing that comes to his mind. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> a fourth set of human remains is found at Lake Mead as the water level keeps dropping. They should get Brother Sage to pee in that little... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, I man. The fourth set of human remains, much like the uh, the Predator franchise. Every every set is better than the last. <laughs> this is not what Boss meant by deeper. Not at all. <laughs> it's just not. Yo. Oh, man. Global warming, so, man. This global, is, war- global warming is a snitch. That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> global warming is a snitch. That would have been the best topic title for this. Global warming is, is straight. You're right. It's straight snitching because this is – Lake Mead's not the only place this is happening. Mm-hmm. Like they find in bodies like, oh, there's a, a body here tied to something more often than not by the way like not like somebody fell in and there were was found shoot there was a body found in the man-made lake in front of sofi already already now apparently it was an accident but yeah already yeah yep um what and yes yep a Wait, body like, was recovered. I'm accidentally read, read got title, shot man. and fell in the lake. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to go too far, but yeah, it's it's serious. It's basically a body was recovered from an artificial lake outside of uh, SoFi Stadium. Um, this was on July, uh, the Wednesday before July seventh. Ooh. That's terrible. That, that's yeah. Like, so that was the July sixth. Yeah. That's like walking into your bathroom after you had the the plumbers work on the on the whole thing and just seeing a big old dump in the toilet. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a big old person. It's a person in my toilet. <laughs> okay. How did? That's <laughs> like a Family Guy episode. Oh my like... god! It's terrible. How can you make fun of this? I, I don't Someone, know. Someone's going to tweet at you. How many mafia bosses are like, well, I'm dead now. I got away with that one yeah, for the Lake Mead stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 
You did your best. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some somebody named Tony is at the house. Like, mm, I wonder if they're gonna figure this one out. <laughs> There's a Tony somewhere that's a little, just a tad bit nervous. He's not. He's okay, but he's a tad bit nervous about what evidence <laughs> might be found. <laughs> oh man, Jimmy Hoffa. Do we find who do we find at this point? Right. There's a couple people that that unsolved mysteries. They've they've got to be in this lake somewhere. Oh yeah. Or are they? Are these are these the people that are supposed to be cemented in the Hoover Dam? Well, that's the thing. Is like, how, that must be bad for morale for the police to local PD. That global warming has solved the case before. <laughs> Especially if you're like a police officer that doesn't believe in global warming. It's like <laughs> this global warming's like this is clowning around. Like, oh, what? You don't believe in me? Well, you know what? Here's four bodies. You know what? I'll do your job. You know, that's how I rely on. Oh man. This, uh, this a good is four show, of many, I believe. <laughs> yeah, man, it was a good show. All right, man, let's get on out of here. Yo, thank y'all for tuning in. My name is Trek Life. That's your homeboy right over there, right over on this side, actually. That's your homeboy, your fam. I'm your homeboy, Trek Life. That's your fam, Kev Sakota. <laughs> I got a good name for Brother Sage. What's that? And me, if we made a group. Okay. Yellow Star. Thank y'all for tuning in. Huh. Uh, basically, that's all that did. Huh. It's like Family Guy. <laughs> huh. From like out the window from afar. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. Catch us on the flip side. Follow us on uh, Rap Six Radio on IG. Rapsixradio.com. Count of three, we say peace. One, two, three. Peace. peace. We out.